an excerpt from Sky and Otter's Handbook to the Fae, Chapter 4, Page 30. When conducting an investigation into magical phenomena, the preliminary survey is most important. If information is being gathered secondhand, pay close attention to descriptions. Which details does your mundane observer focus on? What do they emphasize? There is a crucial difference between a baby cockatrice and an oversized rooster. Consider your equipment. It is always better to err on the side of caution. In the aforementioned cockatrice scenario, make sure you bring mirrored surfaces and are prepared to attack at range. Think about the particular weaknesses of the creature you're expecting, as well as things you might not expect. Plan as much as possible. Take every opportunity to encounter a creature on your terms rather than theirs. Go out in daylight if a creature is nocturnal and vice versa. Think about potential bystanders and their safety. Mitigate risks to the public where you can. It is said that the Fae are humanity's natural predators. Keep that in mind whenever you engage them directly. A sideways approach is always preferable. This is a bad idea. She said it was only a small cockatrice. Besides, they're paying us a lot. Since when do you care about money? Since I was offered a lot of it. Even a small cockatrice is a very dangerous thing. We can take it. And do you really want to leave it running loose? I guess not. You guess? No, I don't want to leave it running loose. That's what I thought. Still, I don't think we're properly prepared for this. I mean- Off ramp. Crap! That was close. The guy behind is right on your tail. Well, if he's making any obscene gestures, I can't see them. Alder will be fine. We've got this. <sighs> if you say so. By the way, this town is like ten roads big. And it's called Dead Man's Flats, which doesn't seem at all like a bad omen to you. I don't believe in omens. Really? That's where your line is? Fate? Pigeon Mountain is a bad name for a mountain. Fine. Change the subject. I still think this is a bad idea. I'm honestly not sure if this is a town or just a rest stop. I really wish you'd told me before two minutes ago. I think it's been ten minutes. How many motels does one crappy rest stop town need? Tennyson, I'm serious. I didn't want you to back out of the job. Turn right. What are you doing? I said turn right. This is a partnership, Tennyson. That means we both get a say. Alder, drive. You are not ready to go up against a cockatrice. You don't get to decide what I'm ready for. Tennyson, I'm serious. Look, I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but I knew what you were going to say, and I didn't want to give you the chance to back out. There are lives at stake, Alder. Yeah, our lives. That's the way you want to do this? Fine. Tennyson? Screw her. Screw her and this town and the stupid little witch hat house and these roads that don't have any shoulders and the goddamn campground with its goddamn cockatrice. Tennyson, get in already. I'm good. You win, okay? Let's go get the goddamn cockatrice. 
I knew you'd come around. You're a jerk, you know that? Just drive. I would like to reiterate that this is very dangerous. Just keep looking in the mirror. In case we haven't mentioned, cockatrices turn people to stone by making direct eye contact. Maybe should have said that earlier. Maybe. Tennyson? I'm fine, Alder. Should we split up, cover more ground? First rule of creepy woods at night is don't split up. That's a movie trope and not a universal constant. Still, are you sure you can shoot that? Are you sure you can use a sword? I tried to pull your bow and I failed miserably. It's just practice. How does a kid from nowhere Vancouver Island get archery practice? The backyard, Alder. Can you shoot a moving target? Are you implying you've actually used that thing in a fight? Would that be weird? Yes. Very. How? Oh no. Tennyson, where's the light? In my hand, it went out. That's not good. Alder, don't move. Why? Don't turn around. Don't even twitch. Tennyson? Shush. Did you get it? I think so. Hang on. Forget about cell phone flashlights. Uh, looks pretty good to me. The hell do we do with it? I'll deal with it. Are you sure I can- I've got it. Go find the owners, tell them it's dead. It was my job. It's not fair to you. I'm serious, Tennyson. What aren't you telling me? Tennyson! Okay. You're very intimidating with a bloody sword. I'll meet you back at the RV? Yeah, I might be a while. Lucky for us, this is a campground. isn't back yet. It's been about two hours, which makes it about one in the morning. I'm making tea. Shouldn't she be back by now? I feel like she should be back by now. There you are. I was... Is that smoke? Did you burn it? Controlled burn. Don't worry about it. Oh. Well, good night then. Beyond the Veil is a Meadowlark Presents production. It was written and produced by Katrina Bassnett. The voice of Alder was Daryl Bailmans. The voice of Tennyson was Katrina Bassnett. On the radio this week was Lying Here Helpless by Daniel Birch. Graphic design by Oscar Yu. Theme music by Katrina Bassnett. Sound effects from freesound.org. 
Follow us on Twitter at Vale underscore podcast and find this and all our other shows at meadowlarkpresents.ca. Thank you.